Welcome back uh, to the Know Your Dharma program on this uh, Radio Naira. And our guest today is uh, Dinesh Budram. Uh, so Dinesh, do you have any advice for current Hindu students at UNC or indeed at any other college in the US? Yes, I, I do. One piece of advice I would give is to be proud of your Dharma and of being Hindu. In college, there are going to be people who will appreciate you for being who you are and do not ever take your practices for granted, such as meditating, chanting mantras, or having a murti in your room. Sanatan Dharma is very rich and very vast, and there are many different paramparas or sampradayas. You may not do things um, the same as other Hindus, but that doesn't mean that your traditions are not important or significant. And there are people who will naturally gravitate towards you for being yourself and being authentic. Very good, because there are a lot of negative uh, images about and uh, messages about Hindus that you hear through the popular media and some of the professors. So it's very, very important to uh, spread that message that be a proud Hindu and, um, and continue your traditions, which may be very different from other Hindus' traditions. So, Dinesh, tell us about your interest in being a priest or a pujari. Uh, also, what kind of training did you receive? What is the real-life pujari experience like? And do you think that pujaris receive proper respect from the devotees who throng the temples? And do you think pujaris receive adequate compensation for their efforts and their background? And what should be done to improve their situation? Yes. Sure. So before I answer, I'd just like to say that I use the term pundit, um, which also means pujari in the sense. So if I do use the term pundit, um, it's referring to a pujari, someone who does puja. Um, so ultimately, I'm a pundit to help serve my community. I enjoy learning about Sanatana Dharma and educating any, anyone interested, whether you're Hindu or not. As a young pundit, many people are surprised that the knowledge I share during my pravachans or the manner in which I recite mantras or conduct puja. And I learned from being around the pundits at Miami Lakshmi Narayan Mandir, especially from pundit Surajkant Dube, who was a very great knowledgeable pundit in our community from Guyana. As a part of Balbihar, I used to learn a lot of slokas and I'd also learn Sanskrit and philosophy from the Puranas. In addition, as I grew up, I would listen to my Guruji Swami Chirgananji and modeled my way of doing puja after him, which was similar to what I learned at Miami Lakshanara and Mandir. And I also followed esteemed pundits and swamis, such as the ones I spoke about earlier. I also read puja books and books online, not just books from you know, pundits or pujaris, but also from scholars in order to learn pujavidi and to understand Sanatana Dharma in a more well-rounded sense. In the Indo-Caribbean context, a pundit is usually given respect as an authority to perform puja and serve the people. They're responsible for not just performing puja, but also giving advice and being a confidant. Things such as looking at a person's patra, birth chart, or recommending pujas to be done are all parts of the position. I feel like completing pujas is an essential part of being a pundit, 
but it is oftentimes misunderstood. Many people may not understand the parts of the puja, such as Abhishekam or offering food, and will often have an incorrect understanding of puja. However, if they learn about the process, I feel like it would increase their devotion and make them better educated to speak to non-Hindus or people who might not know about our sacred traditions. Many times people look at Hinduism from an incorrect lens due to socializing agents such as the influence of other religions and the mass media and those can lead to many conflicts. For me to be raised and trained in a proper Hindu fashion can help um, to make being a pundit a lot more fulfilling and gratifying. I personally do not set charges for doing pujas because I don't like to see it as a business. It was something that I was raised under um, from Pandit Dubey. However, I do not want to create a barrier for someone to be performing puja. However, I, I do know that some pujaris are compensated due to their schedules and arrangements with the mandirs they serve. Some do actually need to afford to have a good standard of life and to be able to provide for their family or their loved ones. And I feel like they should be compensated based on their education and experience. For example, based on the ashram that they grew up or that they were brought up in or through studying certain cons of the Veda, they should be um, compensated based on their educational levels. Very good. Uh, now, uh, do you wish to recite some of your favorite prayers, Tanish? Sure. Um, yes, I'll be glad to. So, the first mantra is a very common mantra for Bhagwan Shri Ganeshji. And I'm sure many of the listeners may know it. Om Vaklatunda Mahakaya Surya Koti Samaprabha Nirvignam Kurume Deva Another mantra is... No, but go ahead, and go ahead and explain the meaning. It's, uh, yeah. Sure. So this mantra is saying salutations to Sri Ganeshji, who has a curved trunk, a large body, and whose splendor is similar to a million suns. O Deva, please make my undertakings free of obstacles by extending your blessings and all of my works always. Please go on with the next one. Sure. So the next mantra is to Mother Saraswati. It's another very common shloka chanted to her. Om Yakunde Indatushare Hare Daula Yashubravasra Vrita Ya Vina Varadanda Manditakara Ya Sweta Padmasana Ya Brahma Chita Shankara Prabhitivir Deve Sada Pujita Samampatu Saraswati Bhagavati Nishesha Jadya Paha This mantra is very important for students, right? Because Devi Saraswati is the uh, Devi of uh, learning. So Correct. please go ahead and explain the meaning. Correct. Salutations to Mother Saraswati, who is pure white like a jasmine, with the coolness of the moon, brightness of snow, and shines like a garland of pearls. 
and who is covered with pure white garments, whose hands are adorned with the vina and the boon-giving staff, and who is seated on a pure white lotus, who is always adorned by Brahmaji, Bhagwan Vishnu, and Bhagwan Shankar, and other devas. O Devi Saraswati, please protect me and remove my ignorance completely. Now, very beautiful one to Bhagwan Shivji. Yes. Om Vande Deva Umapatim Saraguru Vande Jagatkarenam Vande Pannagabhushanam Rigamadam Vande Pashunam Patim Vande Surya Shashankavahinayanam Vande Mukunda Priyam Vande Bhakcha Jayashayam Chavaridam Vande Shivam Shankaram And this is saying, I bow down to the consort of Uma Devi, the divine guru who is the cause of the universe. I bow down to Shivji who is adorned with a snake and who wears a tiger skin and who is the lord of all creatures. I bow down to the Bhagwan, whose three eyes are the sun, moon, and fire, and to whom Vishnu is dear. I bow down to Mahadev, who is the refuge of all devotees, giver of boons, who is all auspicious, and who bestows bliss. Beautiful. Beautiful. Now the last one to Devi. Yes, to Mataji. Om Devi Prapanna Hari Prasida. Prasida Matar Jagato Kilasha Prasida Vishweshwahi Pahi Vishwam Swamishwari Devi Charan Charasha. And this says, Salutations to the Divine Mother, O Devi. You removed the, the distress of those who approach you and take refuge in you. Please be gracious. Please be gracious, O Mother of the entire universe. Please be gracious, O Mother of the world, and protect the world. O Devi, you are the goddess of all the moving and non-moving beings. All right, I, I misspoke. It was not the last one. Last one is to Bhagwan Vishnu. Please go on. Yes, another common shloka to Bhagwan Vishnu. Om Shantakaram Bhujagashenam Padmanabhyam Suresham Vishwadaram Gaganeshadrisham Megavarnam Shubangyam Lakshmi Kantam Kamalanayanam Yogi Birdyanagamyam Vande Vishnu Bhaubayaharanam Sarvaloke Kanatam I meditate on Bhagwan Vishnu, who has a severe, serene appearance, which fills our inner being with peace, who is lying on the bed of the serpent Ananta or Adishesha, who represents the eternal primal energy or Mula Prakti, from whose navel is springing up a lotus, which is the source of all creations, to Brahmadeva, and who is presiding over the various elements of those creations as the chief of the devas who is the substratum of the whole universe as consciousness and boundless and infinite like the sky, Jadakasha, which is a form 
with a form bluish in color like the cloud, which is radiating auspiciousness, who is the beloved of Devi Lakshmi with eyes beautiful like lotus petals, who is attainable by the yogis only through devotional meditation. I worship that all-pervading Vishnu, who removes the fear of worldly existence by making us realize that we are not isolated being beings internally, but are eternally connected to him. I worship that Vishnu, who is the one Ishwar of all of the Lokas. Beautiful, beautiful. Ganesh, I thank you very much for doing this interview. And to the listeners, you've been listening to Radio Naira, Know Your Dharma program. It is part of an initiative called Know Your Dharma by the Hindu Society of North Carolina. And we are on air every Monday at 7 p.m. So with that, I will say uh, Hari Om and Namaste and goodbye.